cargo packs. The newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreiger, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Deputy Editor of Cargo Facts. It seems like a motif that we are tracking down aircraft more and more as they move from lesser to operator to operator to lesser. This week, we've been tracking down ASL France's 737-400F, which has moved its way from Europe to Asia. The aircraft has departed France and will soon arrive in the registry of New Zealand for a new carrier. Jeff and I certainly have our suspicions, but this isn't the only 737 edition for an Asian carrier. Is this, Jeff? No, it's not. Because, once again, we have been looking at 737-800s, and no surprise that we are seeing new carriers entering the 737-800 freighter market. And this particular week, we looked at a freshly converted 737-800 DCF that we believe will be joining Central Airlines in China. Now, this aircraft belongs to BBAM, and at the end of March, it carried out a test flight under the call sign of Central Airlines in China. And that's pretty interesting because Central Airlines right now has five 737 Classics, 300s. And we know that the airline's ambition is to grow this year by, I think, another five aircraft. And it wouldn't be surprising if all five of these additions were NGs, specifically 800s. Um, and, you know, this would be the latest carrier in China to start operating 737-800 freighters. And interestingly, all of the 800s in China are currently BCFs. Now, BBAM is very interesting as a lessor because they're not only about the 737-800 or 737 platform in general. They've also become EFW's largest A321 customer. We at CargoFax, we're going to be connecting with BBAM uh, in the upcoming months to find out more information about their strategy because it's certainly unique among lessors during this time. With all of this attention on narrow bodies as far as 737 production, I can't help but wonder, was there any A330 activity this week, Jeff? Well, let me just say a quick word about BBAM. Uh, as far as we know, they are still the only lessor with both A321 and 737-800 conversions. And they are supplying a pair to Lufthansa. Of course, we, as we know, they supplied two units to Titan Airways in the UK. Um, and they have, as you quite rightly said, they have a pretty large order book um, for those conversions with EFW. And I mean, we are certainly looking forward to seeing where these conversions end up. I'm sure there'll be some new and interesting customers um, on the way in, in the coming months. But speaking of A330s, uh, we just did a very interesting story, didn't we, about Sky Taxi in Poland. And now this carrier is basically a, a 
contract carrier of DHL. And it's currently got two 767-200s. Uh, and those are, I believe, around, well, more than 30 years old, around 35. And we saw basically a, a, a recruitment notice um, advertising for engineers and mechanics trained on A330s. And so we talked to Sky Taxi and sure enough, this airline is now looking at Airbus medium wide bodies to, to basically refresh um, its fleet. And we now know that they've actually signed a commitment for four A330 300 P2Fs with cargo aircraft management. Cargo aircraft management, of course, recently topped up its A330 conversion orders with EFW um, and has already signed six of those aircraft to SmartLinks. You're bringing up a, a, a Polish carrier who is expanding rather rapidly on the A330. Now, we've spoken to ATSG and CAM um, and as well as our um, behind the cockpit with Cronin um about the popularity of the a330 i think it's a timely question to wonder how much this sanctions and the closure of airspace in eastern europe go into their thinking um i believe they they, they mentioned that they're looking for destinations in the far east um as they put it um as well as connecting north america didn't they comment on their, the complexity of the short-term versus long-term de demand, Jeff? Yes, I mean, it's interesting um, that they are looking at expanding further to the Asia-Pacific region and to North America. And, you know, first of all, I wouldn't be surprised if they were operating those um, for DHL as well. Um, but... The whole Russia situation, I mean, Sky Taxi told us that um, while that is a concern, at least in the immediate short term, um, they're actually looking beyond that. Um, and basically, this is, a, I guess, a structural change in, in the market, and they are still confident about the long-term prospects um, for air cargo and for main deck freighters. And I mean, We've talked to many people, haven't we, that basically agree on this point that e-commerce and express growth, I mean, we've seen in, in the past year that the changes and additions and expansions that various operators have made um, based on this, all this growth. And one other point about this development is that um, Sky Taxi is isn't actually replacing its 767s, it's adding A330s to its 767s. And that is an interesting point because, yes, it's the consensus is that A330s eventually will, um, and in some cases have started replacing 767s, but, um, you know, Sky Taxi aside, we know Mass Air in Mexico is also doing the same thing. They're adding A3, they just recently just started operating Airbus uh, medium wide bodies, their first A330-200. They have a second one that's in Dresden. I think that's probably going to head down to Mexico soon. They've got two A330-300 P2Fs um, that they're going to lease from CDB Aviation. 
and we talked to them um, recently, didn't we? And they said that um, they're going to continue expanding the medium wide body segment. Uh, and rather interestingly, it's going to be a mix of Boeing 767s and Airbus A330s. So, I mean, yeah, not many carriers are doing this, but, you know, it is interesting. And in closing, it's hard to mention medium wide bodies uh, without discussing the actual narrow body losses that we've occurred um, in the last month, both in the um, passenger or 737 that was lost in China and most recently yesterday, uh, 757 that was, uh, let's say, written off on landing operating for DHL Aero Expresso in Costa Rica. Us at CargoFax, we're closely monitoring the developments of this story. We understand that aircraft accident investigations, a very careful process, we're looking for key points of data from accident investigators before we comment further. However, our thoughts and prayers are with the crew of this aircraft and we congratulate them on what certainly was an eventful flight. Until next time, that's it for Cargo Facts Connect. If you want more content like this, search for Cargo Facts Connect on iTunes and Spotify and join us again next time.